Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Test test. Your voice is so loud. I love it. It's I like know. Perfect. You have such a great like audio voice. I know. Does that even make sense? Audio. Yeah, radio, radio voice. Yeah. It's you know, there's the whole joke where like, oh, she has a radio voice. She has a radio voice and radio face. No, you I got a don't. face because we did a fo- photo shoot today, and you fucking bodied that shit. I did. Thanks. Bodied. Thanks bodied. to we have an in-house audience, which is kind of cool. She's coming into doing the behind the scenes. Who also yeah. did my amazing makeup. A- the one and only Alyssa Aiken. Thank you. She did my makeup. I posted it all over IG. It looks so good. I mean, I, I love this. I I'm love obsessed. this version of you. I'm going to fall asleep with this. Don't on. do that. Why not? <laughs> I don't want to ever take it <laughs> That's off. Not good. I know. But like, it's like, I, it's so funny because like, Alyssa, you've been doing makeup for like, what? Like 10 years plus. And so like it, it she just knows what she's doing. Yeah. And then you put it on and I just like honestly feel like a superhero. Like I just completely you feel You look different. like this is superhero makeup for sure. Captain save no ho. <laughs> save Rose. Okay. <laughs> save Rose and Doze. Doze is in money. Okay. Anyways, okay. introduce. <laughs> I'm on one today, you guys. We've been hanging out all day. All day. All day. I have a lot of, I have had a lot of caffeine. Um, we what just had you- food. Oh yeah, we were supposed to have tea. And I oh, I didn't up. make the fucking. I made me. My, I mean myself tea, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't make any of you guys tea. And yet, That's I, so want, funny. I asked for black. It's fine. I it's asked, fine. I, you gave me so many sparkling water. I know. Oh God! If anyone's listening, there's a company. I don't know if I can say them online because oh. they're not sponsoring oh. me. But there's like a company of sparkling <laughs> water that I want to sponsor me. I'll tell the name that I always call it. I call it Sundrift. That's not its name. <laughs> It's called something completely different, but I want this company oh, yeah. to sponsor my life soon. We'll That's do all. it. We'll figure it out. That's all. That is That's it. That's all. Bye. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we'll get into it. Okay. <gasps> Hi, guys. Hi, guys. I'm Stephanie Megan. No. <laughs> it's your girl, Stephanie Megan. Just made fun of you once, so I feel like I have I to know, make fun of you. I know, it's okay. Okay, go. Okay, now I feel nervous. Okay, wait, spot. sorry. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, guys, it's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Vocal Therapy. Guess the fuck what? What? Rosé motherfucking all day is, is in here. the house. Is in the house. And by house, I mean my house. No, like you're, you're, we're recording in my garage. Like my garage. We're recording in, garage. in my studio. Yeah, because we're recording your show here yes which we keep changing the name i maybe that's it maybe it's just gonna be like a new 
title for Rose's the podcast. Garage. Rose's Garage. Garage music. In the garage. Get out the garage. I don't know. I'm going to have a podcast soon. It's just basically <laughs> going to be nameless. And we took photos. We did. We I did was a the photographer. I, I'm never the photographer, but I was like, let me be the photographer. You were great. Thank you. And we had Alyssa on like the creative directing and she yeah. did my makeup. I styled myself. It was dope. It was, it was so a lot of fun. fun. We should do this again just because. Just for Instagram. I honestly think everyone should do photo shoots. It like really kind of right. like makes you just feel good. You just like got right. to be another character. Try- it was literally this photo shoot was just a heightened version of myself though. It was a heightened version of your lifestyle. Yeah. We took my entire apartment and just set it up outside of my backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did some like serious glamping like yes. just everything. My apartment in nature basically. We love it though. It was fun. It was so good. Anyways. Yeah. I'm sweating. I'm so tired. I know. Well, because we've been we've been going we've been hard going, since yeah, like yeah. noon, basically. Since fucking noon. Which is weird because it's only like, oh my God, it's seven. seven. I was about to be like, we've it's been- only four o'clock, but it's seven o'clock. We've been together for seven hours. <gasps> whoa, whoa wait, whoa. Episode. You did math very quickly. How did 12 you- to seven. Seven hours. I just love that you knew that. What do you mean? How do you I don't, know that? It takes me a long time because I have to be like- 12 to 1. Because 12, two, you two, go three, 1 three, and four, then 2, four. 3. Yeah. Yes, we have. I mean, I never get tired of you. I never get tired of you. I mean. I don't think I've ever been annoyed of you. I've never, think- never been like, oh, shut up, Rose. You know, Alyssa and I talk about this because Alyssa and I, we're neighbors. Yeah. Right? So we have like literally the ideal roommate situation where we both had just have our own houses. Yeah. In within the same building. Yeah. We like, it's like a duplex. And like the dopest situation about that is that like we never get tired of each other. And whenever we've had- We've only had like one tiff of just being like, oh fuck, like do you mind like helping me with this or whatever? But I've we've we've never had beef. Oh, that's hot. Sorry. It's it smelled like curry. Oh well we did have some green curry today for lunch, so that makes sense. I would be worried if you burped and it smelled like curry and you didn't have curry earlier. Yeah. That'd be be very concerning. (laughs) That'd be really good. But I straight up had curry. My breath still stinks. Curry burps. That's okay. It happens. Fine. But yeah, but like Alyssa and I, we just never We've never beefed and we've never, yeah. we just like, like have this situation. I think as like adult friends, you just kind of like know your boundaries. So it's just kind of like, okay, we could hang out, but then like you respect each other's alone time and you guys could go your separate ways. Yeah. And there's like still people I feel like I low key like kind of beef with that I'm like stop or like transitioning out of no longer being friends with them. Mm. And that just kind of happens naturally. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I hate to say it, but COVID's really helping with that. Oh, 100%. Because I'd just be like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to hang out with you because of COVID. And then probably they watch Honestly, this podcast. <laughs> and they're I, like, you hang out with her. Not going to lie, use that excuse way too many times. And now I can't use it. So I'm like, what? now I have to actually tell people I don't want to hang out with Well, them. I'm just like, I'm trying to come up with a list that I want to use for when COVID is no longer an excuse. And I just want to be like, no, I just don't want to go. Yeah. I just don't want to go to your house. But <laughs> I've now decided like though, out. like having a dog helps. I'm like, oh, no, I'm sure. sorry. I got to take care of my dog. If Can I bring my dog? And if they're like, yes, I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I guess I have to go. Right. Now I'm out of an excuse. But like saying I have to ho- go home for my dog is like a real thing. Oh, 100%. You have to go home and feed your cat. Yeah. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. 
especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. <laughs> so if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. As for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter, you don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. That used to be my get out of, uh, I learned that from the movie, not the movie, the TV show Sex and the City. When they used to have that thing where if they wanted to get out of the conversation, they'd just be like, ah, oh, I just remembered I have to go home and feed my cat. And one time Carrie looked at Miranda and was like, you already fed your cat. And she goes, I have to feed it again. Like, it's just a good, like, cop out. Yeah, like, it is. Honestly, just blame it on the kids. Blame it on the kids. Blame it on the children. We ain't got children. You thank God. But it's fine. It's fine. We're here to talk about, we don't even know. Well, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about first times. Yeah. Okay. I've gotten this, I've gotten this request so many times and I've tried to do this topic so many times, but something else always comes up. Let's do it. Let's Let's talk about your virginities. And I don't even know how you lost your virginity or did you, I forget. You might have to remind me. Did I ever lose my virginity? No. Because it's a patriarchal view. (laughs) Should I just break down like what is a virginity and also the fact that a virginity is a patriarchal myth created by the patriarchy. How many times can I say patriarchy in one sentence? Um, It's like the Pee Wee Herman like word like you know the party word secret word Um, but basically (laughs) it's like a myth oh my god I'm so sorry no 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 it's fine let me not be so on top of the mic no it be yourself it's fine you're the loud loud. friend I know I'm loud but with that being said uh, virginity is kind of like a myth it's just this like fake way to like back in the day like give women somewhat of a value of being like losing your virginity is like only a thing you can do with like your husband right. it's like a way to like control women's sexualities and stuff like that and it's like also really effed up because like in the queer community like sex we think of it as it's a Penis man in, in vagina, vagina right? right but like sex in a larger scope i loving these like exclamation burps sparkling water it's not helping i know (laughs) um but like these like idea of like what sex is in other like queer spaces or other sexualities it's like not always a cis man and a cis woman there's other ways of doing it like straight kind of yeah yeah one of my friends um who is trans was like telling me that like sex is anytime you've ever reached an orgasm by definition of like in like the queer community, yeah. because there's not always this whole like penis in a vagina situation. So it's like really funny for me to be like, Oh, then there goes my number of people I've slept with has like, right, exactly. Just 
It's like I already oh, lost. doubled. Well, because if you think about it, it's like times that you've like, you know, hooked up with someone. Oh, right. And like, like they, you know, when you're. you the right way. Exactly. Or ate you out the right way. Exactly. Actually, I don't think I've, I mean, I've gotten, I've never like gotten like an orgasm through, okay, through oral, yes, but not through oral with a stranger. See, and then there's the other thing is that when you think about is sex anytime you've reached climax a lot of women would be like i'm still a virgin because there's a lot of women who have who don't come yeah and it's not their fault it's just like either you know society has made them feel uncomfortable at orgasms or they just like haven't been able to have that with a partner i would orgasm through dry humping so if anything i lost my virginity at like 13 yeah i know that's the other thing is you're just kind of like wait the first (laughs) time you learn like masturbation you know 10 o'clock 10 o'clock on the dot, tick <laughs> 10 years old when you're humping a pillow. Yeah, we were talking about that on yeah. live with my mother. <laughs> that was a great conversation. On live. On live, on Instagram live. But yeah, so there's like this whole scope of it. So for this podcast and this conversation, we will be talking about the very heteronorm patriarchal view of yes. us losing our virginities in a larger stance and also like what we personally believe to be our definitions of losing virginity yeah. but this isn't everyone's definition of losing a virginity 100%. so that's your kind of disclaimer i think it, i mean for losing virginity just obviously if it's consensual it's something that you feel like you you want to do and you feel ready for regardless of the circumstance yeah you know everyone has different like if, for instance i have a friend who is a virgin she's engaged and she's gonna have sex for the first time when they get married Aww, like she okay, saved it yeah. for marriage and like to her like for me i can never do that uh, no but to her it works and that's just her morals and her values and, and that's great yeah, yeah. and i mean i knew i would i told you they're rushing the wedding because she's just trying to fuck oh Okay, then that starts a whole nother conversation, right. I feel like. Because then it's like, what are you rushing towards? Are you rushing to the commitment or just well, to think, this idea of sex? Well, I don't think it was just for sex. Sorry, I don't want to, like, put that out there. <laughs> but I do think that's kind of funny, though. It's a, <laughs> that she's, yeah. like, so horny that she's just like, let's get married tomorrow, actually. Right? <laughs> yeah, she's like, let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, literally. No, I, well, I, I mean, I'm, I should have her on the pod to talk about it, but, like... And I actually asked and she was like, no, all your, all your guests are so good. I don't want to go on there. What if I get canceled? I'm like, for no, what? For, for what? being a virgin? Like, no, what? I think that's completely okay. That's the other thing about right. like this sex positive world that we live in, which is amazing and great is I do think though that it kind of makes other people feel uncomfortable who are not as sex positive or who right. are virgins. There's absolutely nothing wrong, nothing wrong with, with being that. a virgin. And I think, uh, virgins, don't rush yourself for the sake of like. I felt like I had to, you know. Exactly. And I feel like virgins should actually be brought more into the conversation when you talk about sex positive, sex positivity and like sex education, because those are also really important because that doesn't mean virgins aren't necessarily sexual people. They could be masturbating. They could just be really learning about their own self body. She's orgasmed before through like other things, but they just haven't done like the full on penetration. Right. And then again, here we are being like, does that make you a virgin in other people's definitions? Like, I mean, you've already done some sexual activity and you've reached climax like i feel like you already kind of know you know what you want because sometimes yeah like i mean yeah that's true i mean i literally have a friend who's been with the same dude for nine years and she says that penetration sex hurts her she just does not feel it doesn't feel good to her so her and her husband they have a great sex life but it doesn't incorporate include a lot of penetration but it's still one that is like healthy because they have oral sex they have vibrators they have one time i like like questioned my sexuality Hmm. when i was younger because 
like me and my high school boyfriend, like I would only like orgasm through like dry humping and not like actual sex with him. So I was like, that's so is, common I, though. Okay, but also, okay. But also I was young and I don't think I really understood like how the body, works. how the body works or like, you know, sex or how like even sexuality works with, yeah. like, for like other, you know, um, genders or whatever. Like I just, I, I, I guess I was just thinking like, Am I actually meant to be a lesbian because I'm only able to come like this? Like a dick doesn't See? make me come. Like I like question. I'm like, should I just like I like should I just date women? Like, and that's like weird society <laughs> thing. Being like, if I don't come from penetration, everything is now like, oh no, I failed. You know what I mean? Right. It's like we associate that it has to be those two things. Where it's like, no, it's like the attraction. Yeah, that's it's, like yeah, exactly. It's the why attraction for the person versus like what actually happens in the bedroom that please that pleases you you exactly which is why sometimes like the idea of genitalia is just kind of like mundane and doesn't matter to some people because it's like there are human beings that are men that might have women parts there are people who are women that have my male parts but it's not that that controls their sexuality it's just what they're attracted to in the person yeah so like the idea notion of like what society does to young people's minds being like oh i only come when i'm like humping or like you know stimulate my clitoris that's the most common way for women to come only 11 percent of women can actually come from penetration and it's very difficult and for women who tend to it's whether they're on top or doggy style because there's some sort of friction or like for sure I like only now mostly just come through penetration and it's when I'm on top see and it's because you actually are stimulating someone okay I like dick yeah you're like no I enjoy it but it's because you're also stimulating some form of your clitoris right as well as rubbing as as it's like yes and you're also like you know the idea of the g-spot is that it's technically in the same area as human as every uh female identifying human yeah but it's like it takes a while and a position to God, get there curry. i love the burps though oh, it like has i feel like the burps are of like curry and, I, and it sparkling makes me hungry, water and it makes me hungry like i want the curry again. i just want to eat the bread <laughs> again love that for you um but yeah so that's like a long way of because i actually so my old trainer she has never had an orgasm ever in Whoa. her entire life not through masturbation, I think it's just because she has this like weird societal norm. Also, it's culturally. I mean, I won't like put her on blast like that, but it's also her culture that I feel like stim- like has kept her from it. She's had sex right. and she has tried masturbating, but she has never had an orgasm. So again, <gasps> is she a virgin? Is she, you know what I mean? It's right. like this whole idea of like, what is sex? is kind of like a personal definition. Had, I don't think like having an orgasm like says like, you're a virgin or not. I think yeah. it's really just more so if you, you know, w- we're doing some sexual activity. Like, yeah. I, you know. And you can count it. I mean, trust me, there's been a lot of dudes that I've slept with and I'm like, no. I yeah, there's sometimes <laughs> just like, I don't even want to count that. that yeah. was just like a quick that was just yeah fine that was fine i mean i feel like i was hanging out with Alyssa once and we were in a bowling alley and it just so happened there was like three different dudes that i had hooked up with at one time and i was like no i didn't that would happen to you i know i've always always wanted something like that to happen to me because i why because it's dramatic and i love it i hated it i immediately was like let's just go we were bowling with co-workers and i was like like, i don't want to see what would happen i want to see like how they would react how i would react like i've never been put in that position and i'm kind of curious if like how things would go i feel like only two of them i think only two of them like did the like head nod to me like the hey what's up oh there was a guy at costco (laughs) 
there was this dude at Costco that I used to, we were shopping for <laughs> Alyssa's like, j- sorry, Alyssa's are in the audience right now. Yeah. I was shopping for mm-hmm. Alyssa's birthday party that was actually happening in this garage. And we went to Costco, we were looking for watermelons and I like looked up and it was a guy that I used to hook up with and he had a baby on his, like a, like a baby and a baby Bjorn. <laughs> and I like grabbed Alyssa and I went, <gasps> and then I was like, oh, that baby's not mine. <laughs> but like for a hot second. <laughs> I was like, is the this logic. how men feel? Right. I like felt really like for a hot moment, like, oh my God, is that baby mine? And then You're I was like, like that's wait, not how babies work. Right. That's like, oh, no, no, no. And then of course, like his girl, like his girlfriend or the baby's mom or whatever, it just was basically a carbon copy of me. So I feel like that even scared me more. Oh my God. But it just it was, was like, so pretty much it was like another, it was Searsha Ronan. It was just like another version of me where I just like had this moment where I was like, oh my God. And he like laughed because I yeah. think he knew that I was like, like, oh no, just kidding. Yeah. Have a great night. Bye. <laughs> I told Lauren that story, and Lauren was like, when you die, that's the story I'm telling at your funeral. Yeah. I we'll just play out. this clip. Yes, exactly. We'll hey guys, clip. I'm 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 dead. No, no. that's dark. Oh I'm sorry. God. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Sorry. I'm, gonna do I'm, this. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not. It's just dead from laughing so hard. Uh anyways. Oh um so virginity. <laughs> Wow, my okay. mom's gonna like call. She calls me. Does she know that oh, how you my, lost your virginity? Yeah, because we were watching some movie, and she like looked to me and she was like, "How old were you when you lost your virginity?" And like, you know, without missing a bit, I was like, "Oh, 14. And she like, I could tell, and you know, my mom and I have a really open, great relationship, but I could tell that it was like really like. It like hit her, her kind of like bothered her in a weird way because like, I don't know how my, I think my mom was like in her twenties. Like I think yeah. she, she was in college. So she was yeah. like 19, 20. Oh, and she lost it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and also like to think about it, 14 is really like, Ugh, I mean, I it's kind of common. You're not the, I'm not saying I'm not shaming. I know, but it, it but does. Like, but like, I look at 14 year olds. I even think of 16 year olds. I'm like, y'all should not be fucking. I mean. But like when we're at that age, we were just horny. Yeah. Well, yes. Cause hormones are awful. Right. And also if you're put on birth control, like that just like throws you off completely right. and makes you even hornier. But like, yeah, for me, I just keep in mind. Um, I love my friends, but they were all like pretty fast. And yeah. I remember the summer of eighth grade, eighth grade, the summer of there oh was my this God. program. Eighth grade so slutty. I love it. I know there was this pro and I was a very, I was very, I was very loud, hard to believe, but I wasn't really like, I didn't have a boyfriend. I hadn't made out with anyone. Like, I was, I was very kind I was of prude. I was a make-out slut in eighth grade. I was known for it. I made out with See, every guy. See, you told me this, and then I you were like. I made out with everyone in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I was known. Alyssa's face. I made out with so many people in eighth grade. <laughs> See, and I didn't do that. In Corey, eighth grade, I was. Jeff. Oh, my Kevin, God. Are you the Peter Pablo song right now? <laughs> yes. Keisha, Joanna, <laughs> Michael, Chad, Brad, Justin. <laughs> well, one time I made out with Max in a truth or dare, oh. and he bit my tongue, and my ah. friends made fun of him for it. And then he started, oh. but he was embarrassed, so he spread this rumor about how my I was a horrible kisser. My tongue was like this monstrous thing that was attacking his face, so he had to like bite it off. And I was really embarrassed, and I was like, Oh my god, isn't children? Children are awful. Like literally preteens, they tear. And also, we me. made out the beginning of the year, and he made that rumor at the end of the year. It was like, why are you gonna wait a whole year? Maybe because like, like, did it? Were you really that upset that you had to bring it up at the end of the year again? Maybe because maybe he just had one too many people like bring it up, and then he just like snapped and was like, "Well, her tongue was like a big slug or like whatever." He right, said. right, right. Yeah, See? probably. 
And then I one time I I was like dating Jeff, but I had phone sex with Brandon. You told me this story, and I was like, "Who has phone Two sex white- in eighth grade?" Oh I my love God, this my one. my whole ass. I love this. Yeah, me that is when in eighth grade Rose. Oh, I was terrified. I, really? I, oh my god, no! Are you kidding me? I was like, no. I, it wasn't like that. I was like, I, I mean, I was like masturbating as like a just like right. a young kid trying to understand my body, but like sex was not on my mind. But the summer of like eighth grade into ninth grade, there was like this program that I was part of called Leap, and it was like a summer school, and you got to like meet kids from different schools in this greater Seattle area. Uh, my best, my best friend Jackie and I were part of it. And, like, all our friends, like, the girls that, like, we hung out with and met with, there was, like, some of them that were, like, oh, we lost our virginity already. And I was, like, what? What do you mean? You lost it already? Like, what? And they were, yeah, like, talking about it. Yeah, there is that pressure. It. We have to talk about that because there is that pressure of, like, well, like, that's what everyone's doing. So, I guess it's, I'm, I'm ready and I'm, it's time for that. That is the only reason why I lost my virginity was because of peer wow. pressure. And keep in mind, I didn't, because I didn't drink or do drugs, like, I was, I thought I was, like, could withstand peer pressure and right. not buckle under it. But like straight up, I had these friends being like, Oh yeah, like I already hooked up with my boyfriend. Like we had sex. Da, da, da. And so when I went to freshman year of high school, I was like, I gotta get rid of this thing. Like I can't be no goonie. I can't be no punk. No like I can't be no like sissy or like prude or like what you know, all these like dumb things yeah, in yeah, my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. So I was like 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 a freaking heat seeking missile i was like looking for a man to just basically lose my virginity to because i just like saw it as this thing to like get over with right it wasn't something i thought was like romantic or sweet or like oh wow no see i feel like i'm i was like very like oh it has to be my first love oh see i kind of like that though yeah that's cute but i feel like that really set the tone for the rest of our sex like oh i (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to tell you, like, I literally think the, the way I lost my virginity set my tone for the I rest of my life. I think the way that you lose your virginity definitely, I mean, I, I don't want to say that because I'm sure there's probably very unfortunate times where people lose their virginities. I don't want that to be like, that's the only, yeah. No, you lost your virginity when you wanted to lose your yeah, virginity. Yeah, exactly. But yes, there are a lot of times where I feel like it does kind of like set a tone, or at least I think the sexual, uh, the sexual experience that you had that like left such a lasting impression that's like definitely gonna set the tone for everything yeah so there was this dude named justice i'll just call him out there was this name dude named justice he was a junior i was a freshman and he was this oh my god fine older, older man oh older man any junior or senior is like considered an older man and like anyone who went to garfield high school knows who this dude is and he was <laughs> just, just like a fine ass but then after a while i realized that he was like Kind of, Justice, I heard you're a great guy now and you're, like, married, so I feel bad about this. But, like, he was kind of, like, seeking out freshmen. You know what I mean? Like, after a while, I just kind of, like, I saw him, like, hook up with this other, or, like, try to talk to this other girl. Right. And I was, like, and then watched him talking to another girl and then talk to my friend. And I was, like, I don't want any of that. And right. it was weird because he was, like, no, Rose, like, let's. And I was, like, no, I'm not feeling you, sir. Like, backed away from it. Yeah. And then I was, like, ah, maybe this Virginia thing's never going to happen. And then I met like my first love, my first boyfriend, Jamil. I loved Jamil. I still to this day have so much respect for him. He was Jamil. just, he's married now and has an adorable baby. Oh, we baby. did kind of, we t- briefly talked on this. Now it's all coming yes, together. Yes, it's we're slowly coming back to you. We dive into it. So um, Jamil is happily married. His I met his wife, like I think maybe three years ago. She's yeah. super nice, really like her. It was like one of those moments where we both knew who the other person was. He was like, you're her first love. It was very yeah. cute. And Jamil was so sweet and so nice. And he was also a junior, so he was older. Yeah, for um, sure. <laughs> and he was very, like, 
you know, hey, like, let's take it slow. You know, he lost his virginity in a way that he wasn't happy with. He felt mm. very pressured into it. And so he's like, I want to take it slow with you. And, of course, oh. my ass was like, no, I want to get rid of this. <laughs> yeah. But he was like, no, let's take time. Like yes, I'm like my own dog. And if you've seen the video, she's a, a huge humper. So, you know, <laughs> she got spayed, yet did not get her sexual no. attention taken away. Her sex drive is still is still there. I think it's gotten worse. It's <laughs> gotten it's just, very extreme because she never she never came after no, me. No, she would just hunt me, and now yeah. she's humping everyone. And I'm like, well, that used to be a mother daughter <laughs> thing, and now it's like oh, an no. everyone thing. It's not good. Um, but yeah, so like Jamil and I were like taking it slow, and then we started dating in like official, you know how it is, in like December, and we had been dating for a while, and my I had this friend. So, you know, in high school, like those, like when you watch those people have those epic, crazy parties in high school and you're like, yeah. in the movies, you're yeah. like, that's not real. Someone's like jumping in the pool. Yes. It was very pong. true for Claire and her house. So Claire's parents were like super chill and they were like younger parents. So they're like, you guys can have fun. Like, just don't be stupid. Like Claire's mom always stayed upstairs with like a baseball bat and was like, if there's any problems, you know, she was, they were hella dope. Right. Um, so they always had house parties. So they had a St. Patrick's Day party. And Jamil and I went and it was fucking, it was like a high school movie kind of thing or whatever. And I just remember being like, this is it. I'm going to lose my virginity. Like, we're going to like, we're going to do it tonight. It, yeah. You always, it's such a movie to think like, oh, we went to this high school yeah. like party and then you like lose I was it, like, yeah. then I'm going to lose my virginity or whatever. Cause I kept saying that I was going <laughs> to wait until his prom. I'm surprised it wasn't prom night. <laughs> I was going to wait until his prom. And then I like did the math in my head and I was like, it's only March. I was like, and in high school, you know, you think that time's never moving. Right, right, right. And so you're like, oh my god march is so away from june and also like high school relationships last like you know we were two and a half years or oh, two wow. years Actually, yeah mine was like five years i don't know what i was about, about to say you're a lion asshole <laughs> you literally dated the same dude all through high school so what are yeah. you talking about yeah. but everyone else everyone else everyone else yeah. yes but like so we i was like okay let's let's start like hooking up and it was just when the john legend album get lifted came out so this yeah. was like, Je you know, ordinary people. people. Oh so, my God. I remember dry humping to that. So you ready? Yeah. So that song started playing and I was like, Jamil, let's go in the other <gasps> room. So we like went to the other room and it was the coat room where everyone had their coats on. Sorry if you had your coat there at that party. <laughs> so we like got on the coat couch, the couch coat. The, what? The couch that had everyone's coats on oh, them. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That <laughs> was like a tongue twister. I thought you were like a, in a coach closet. No, I went, oh God, no. It wasn't that bougie. Um, but I will say the bougie thing is, okay, so we started like hooking up right. and it was like super romantic because I was like, ordinary people. And I was like, this is so romantic. And then I hear Claire's boyfriend be like, what is this weak ass shit? Fuck that. And he switched it to shake it like a salt chicken, shake it. So I started, I lost my this virginity. This is how you know you're in the early 2000s. <laughs> So I like started losing my virginity to get lifted and then I right. lost my virginity to shake it like a salt shaker. <laughs> so if you want to talk about what set your tone yes. for your sexual experience, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it's supposed to be romantic. It's supposed to be romantic. She's leaking. She's soaking wet. Like, She's yeah, shake it like a salt shaker. I'm Billy. Oh shit. Like that's. I remember it I used to dry. Oh, I just have this specific memory. I, I have a lot of dry humping memories with my ex, Brad. But like, to get lifted or no, to it was to the hey, I'm whisper. Whisper. Yeah, yeah, the whisper song. Oh I remember God. just being like, do it. Just dry humping. 
to the beat. You were like, this is hot. I'm such yes. a sexy woman. I mean, exactly. Yeah. I felt so bomb. Music, I mean, honestly. In my denim skirt. <laughs> hike that shit around your waist. I yes, know. girl. That's what's up. Pull your only to the side. We ain't got though. time to take yours off. I yes. Know. I know this. This is such an early two thousands vibe. Jean, yeah, oh my god, I know, right? The whisper well, song. You ready? I'm gonna make it really two thousands. So because we were fucking on the couch to have the coats, when I got up, Jamil was like, "Oh shit, you're back!" And my back had all the buttons from the Fubu jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so I had like the like the you know those buttons that right. used to say FUBU. Oh my god! So like I had the like FUBU <laughs> logo, like and also the fact that you wore FUBU. It wasn't my jacket; it was someone else's jacket. I do not wear FUBU. Oh. I know it's for you guys and not by me. So, but like, no, it literally was someone. It was I think my friend Anon. Sorry, Anon. It was, it was think of Anon's FUBU jacket, and oh it literally god. was like embedded in my spine <laughs> and she was like i'm so sorry oh like i wanted God. it to be special and i was like i'm horny whatever it's fine i love that but what happened after that though is then the next time we had sex he made it like very romantic he had like candles and like <laughs> so rose petals so then it became ordinary people yeah so like i think that was like the second time we had sex because also it was like this very weird feeling and sensation that we had sex I didn't come. It hurt like yeah. crazy. Oh, it hurt? Oh, it hurt. Did, did you like do the whole like pop your cherry? Like, were you bleeding? Oh, yes. Wow. That's why we kind of like, we're like, ooh, let's move the jackets, you know, like, because it was like a very. Oh, it was bloody. Oh, not like, it was, I mean, I'm not talking about like period blood, right, but it was right, like, right. oh, sorry. Like there is something down there. And he was like chill about it and everything. And, oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, okay, okay. I was fucking terrified yeah, of like, my I father. Was like, <laughs> yeah. I was terrified of my dad. I would hate to have brought home something that wasn't oh god i can't imagine having a kid right now um hey there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm torn by my feelings for two women bobby cannavale you can eat it or if someone hits you you can put it on your cut Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. But like, you know, it was like, it was very painful and very weird. And then I remember he like, we like finished and like we were getting dressed. And I just remember like standing there and just being like, not disappointed. It wasn't that I was disappointed, but I was like, all these songs, all these movies, all right. these books are about this i i had it felt the same way too like i wasn't like i i, I was like this is not like how because it, it, it was bad yeah you're just figuring it out you're not in the moment it's bad i mean it wasn't until like literally like i mean we started having really good sex afterwards i mean but still right, it was but like the messy. first time it was just like oh like my first time like we didn't even know how to put it in like properly like we were like figuring out where it, the whole what like it was a mess yeah. we were so like <laughs> i asked one of my guy friends like who when he lost virginia and he was like literally we had to like google 
he was like, it was like when YouTube and Google was new. So he was yeah. like sat down with his girlfriend at the time. It was really cute. And he like Googled like, where do you put it? And like all that stuff. And he was like, okay, like let's try it. And he was like, it was kind of painful for me and everything. But it was just like such a sweet, like funny story. Because I remember is. he was like one of the, Alex, hey Alex. Alex was like one of the first dudes that I like told that I was like, dude, I like had sex with Jamil. And he was like, oh my God, what was it like? And I was like, it was weird. And then I just remember being like, it was weird. I was like, all these people fight over this. I was like, there's right. like people. People that like you're like what's the hype yeah and this is so this is gonna show you how corny and nerdy i am we were learning about helen of troy in high school yeah. and it's the whole idea that like basically the whole reason why is the greeks got and it's like ugh, is it the greeks or the athens anyways but helen of troy is that like she's the most beautiful amazing wor- woman in the world there was like a war after her because she was so great and i was like troy the city was destroyed because of this act, because of her pussy, because of right. how great her sex was. And I was like, wasn't worth all those people dying. <laughs> like I just was wow. like, and like, yeah. you know, Alex was like, I think you're taking it a little too far, but it was just, it was, I cried more when I got my period at age 13 than I did than losing my sex. Like, like virginity. Like I remember having sex and being like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I didn't feel, <laughs> I was like, I'd rather just dry hump. Yeah. For me, it was like oral Damn. sex. I was like, oh, I really like that. Right. Like, I just yeah. want you just to go down the was like, time. It was, yeah, it was weird. It was like, we both just did it. Because me and my boyfriend, so again, mm-hmm. I like wanted to lose it to, I was like, I was slutty, but I always had rules. That's fair. Like, yeah. I was like that bitch where I was like, I'm not doing second base. She wasn't wholesome. She was, she was wholesome. wholesome. I was wholesome for sure. Thanks, <laughs> Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i was like i was definitely just like down to like do things but i was like but i think i was also kind of nervous of what people would think of me so yeah. i was really like okay i i, I don't want to really want to be like you know this person that like has sex and look bad like i want to look good like right. i want to be able to like still like I, I don't know i had like a good girl kind of like complex persona, yeah, yeah complex persona thing that i was just kind of like i don't want to like drink or do anything obviously this is before I did all of that but um <laughs> there was a point where I realized I wanted to do it but there was a point where I was like no like I have to because I'm told I can't be doing this type of right stuff. exactly you know like so I don't I'm told to not be like slutty I'm told I'm not society's to, weird right hand on us exactly so I was like you know and, and in a way like I get I understand like it was obviously because I didn't want to be judged but then it in this case, it kind of helped me because I was yeah. like able to like have my rules and my boundaries. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to do second base until uh, ninth grade or right. like whatever. So I had, or yeah, I think it was like ninth grade. But um, so I made out a bunch of eighth grade. Anyways, so ninth grade came along and I was like, okay, actually, I think I'm ready to have sex. Like, I think people are starting to do this. But like, I just, I want to make sure it's like the love of my life. So yeah. I was really like trying to like, date guys and there was this guy that I really liked didn't work out anyways towards the end of ninth grade I met my boyfriend at the time and mm-hmm. I was like oh my god we're in love and like he was a virgin too oh and then so sweet. but we like waited a while like we kind of waited like I feel like it was like six months into like okay the relationship where we we're like okay let's do this you know but we kind of like already did everything else like he like fingered me in the mall yeah. parking lot like you know like we've done stuff like that so so we like we're in his bedroom and then we like, OK, we're going to have sex. And he was like super paranoid. Obviously, we wore a, a, a condom. Yeah. And but we just like I remember like he was on top and he was like confused on like 
how to like how it like worked or like where to put it in yeah and then so i was like okay maybe i'll like or like it wouldn't like really go in all the way or something and so i was like well maybe if i like on top it'll help and i was like fucking confused i don't know ended up we figured it out but i don't think we like really thoroughly enjoyed it because we're just like what we're just like okay we're penetrating like this is it like you know what i mean we're just like Oh, are we doing you're it? Like, do you're right. like, do I wiggle? Do right. I like, you're, and right. you're like, like trying to imagine every works. movie and yeah. you're like, okay, so the camera, like he like went out of the screen, right? right. So all you're seeing is watching this girl. And so you're like, what is she doing on the dick? Right. Like, like right. Like, how do I like move my body? So yes. it's just like, oh, we're just like. Figure Right. Out. Like, what's our groove? <laughs> yes. It's so awkward. Oh my God. So I, awkward. So awkward. So awkward. And I just. Oh my god! And we were just like, okay. And then after, I mean, obviously, no one came because it yeah. was just like we just wanted to stick it in and <laughs> penetrate and see what would happen. And then, but um, that ex was always so like anyone who knows him knows that he's just like so paranoid and so careful. He was kind of the first, like the perfect first person to lose my virginity to because I definitely wasn't gonna get pregnant, right? Because <laughs> he like would never want to come in me or anything, and also like every time. Oh, so he was the Duke from Bridgerton. Yeah, and like. <laughs> He was like trying to come in plants or like right. in his hand. Yeah. Or like he would um or after he was done, he would take the condom off and he would go to the sink and fill it up with water to see if I there was a hole. used to fuck a dude that did that. Oh my god. <gasps> was he a I Virgo? Totally forgot. My ex was a Virgo. Oh, I don't Virgo, remember. I feel like that's a very Virgo I, thing to do. Let's be honest, I never stay long enough to learn their astrology either. But like <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, he did that, and he had like some weird thing where even he was if he like, didn't even come in the condom, he was like, "There's pre cum. You he, never know." Yes, he was always he, paranoid. Oh my god! Well, I can't knock him. I mean, like right. you know, Which here you, I was scared at a Costco for a baby that wasn't mine. Like I understand your fear, men. Right. I get it. <laughs> Honestly, and I mean, we were sixteen. So yeah, it was terrifying. It's terrifying. Like we don't know what the hell we're doing or how this works or whatever. You know. So you're like, I'm honestly grateful that like. He was really responsible because I feel like my dumb ass would have gotten pregnant. <laughs> oh, shit. Not I a mean, lie. I definitely had a mistake. But I would have okay. definitely. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, thank God for miscarriages. Am I right? Anyways, you told oh me gosh. not to go dark. Yeah, yeah, I did get pregnant. Well, maybe another time. No, it's fine. We'll talk about that later. It's fun, though, isn't it? <laughs> um, but no, yes, pregnancy is, you should take it very seriously oh, as yeah. a kid, especially because. There is not a lot of sexual education at all about like what no. happens. They're with just it. like, don't do it. Yeah, or the fact that people are or like, like you- just wear a condom. Be careful. But it's just like, like I- no, you need birth control on all ends. Right. You need like the double protection. Condoms. No one ever and- talks about how awkward it is. Yeah. I'll, you know, and also like, the who fact had that- a great first sexual experience. Like, I I feel like I had no. No, it's an urban myth. I feel like I heard someone that had like a perfect sexual experience and I'm like, I think you're lying to yourself, but that's okay. That's fine. You want to like tell yourself that it was like in a bed of roses. Or maybe it just never got better. Okay, so that's my other thing is that I also think though a lot of people, so my friend Valeria told me about this. I never heard of this theory before, but the the goddess pedestal or the goddess pussy where it's like the man, when when a person, I guess it doesn't have to be a guy, but when a person has the best like, sex of their entire life and they just put that person on a pedestal and they just constantly are like it's never gonna be like that it's never gonna be like that i don't fucking do that well the thing is is valeria broke it down where it's like it's not even physical it's also like the mental like 
like yeah. connection you had with that person. And so you just basically put that pussy on a pedestal and then it's just like, it's constantly, you're trying to get that and you do it, put that pussy on a pedestal. Yeah. But then what happens is that then the person is like their entire life trying to find that. Like, it's like, yeah. try, I hate to say it, but it's like a drug where you're trying to find your next high. Right. But it's like the, the, the whole like goddess pussy, like the best sex you ever had. Like, I feel like some people put so much pressure on it right. that they think they created it. And that's why they end up then having like bad sex for the rest of their lives. Cause they're like, Oh, nothing ever compares to that. one. Yeah. Time. When like, I feel like honestly, like, yeah, I've had like shitty sex, but like I got old enough to be like, I don't like this. I do like this. Like being right. able to communicate. I don't think I was actually until I was maybe in my twenties um, that I actually then started telling guys like, no, I actually don't like that. Or like, I do like this. Right. At first it's awkward. Cause I feel like you're just having sex for men almost. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like that's true for a lot of people where oh, they yeah. just feel like they're pleasing that person and they don't know what they're, they think they're doing, but yeah, they're not they pleasing just, themselves. Exactly. Or like, yeah, they're not trying to explore their bodies as well in this. Cause it's not just yeah. exploring the other person. And like with Jamil, he was yourself. like really fun with trying to explore things. And like, you know, he was like, let's like, you know, we were like awkward. So it was like role play and like, Things right. like and trying to like learn. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. yeah. We eventually. I mean, me and my ex too. Like, yeah. After that, we, we would try. I mean, we didn't just try, try anything anything. super adventurous. I but mean, it's the silly, stupidest things that we, we like, did. We did do like a sex tape a few times. Wait, what? and it's like weird to think because like we were underage. That's that's by definition child. <laughs> that's not. Funny. Wait, I can't remember. I, I probably was underage. Or maybe I wasn't. Maybe I was what? like 18, 19 or something. I don't know. But yeah. Because we know someone who just told us a story. But we did. We de- literally, literally afterwards, we deleted it because we were embarrassed. Well, we know someone so. who told us a story. Alyssa and I know someone that told us a story about how like their friend got in trouble because he got sent an ex-girlfriend's news that he kept on his phone that when she was like, what, 16 or 17? And he got in trouble because technically, yeah. even though he got them when they were of 16, thing, yeah. it's technically still yeah, child still, porn on his phone. Is, I can't yeah. remember why they went through his phone. 100%. He did something else. Still, but like, like it's, don't send nudes until you're 18. Yeah, it was, it was, that. it's very don't weird. Do that it's also, six, don't do that. I don't also, that. it's just like, like, I know we're like all horny at like 16 and 14, but don't do that. Yeah. Even the Snapchat, you can screen. It's grab. weird. And don't I think you'll it. understand it more when you're older. Yeah. It's weird. It gets you yeah. a moment. You feel like when you're 16, like you kind of, you feel older than you actually are. You know, Best because we really should not be fucking at 16. I should have not. I mean, honestly, I should not be. A, I should. I really should have been fucking. I don't know. Like, because I look at 14 year olds because, you know, as a nanny, like sometimes like there was a family I was nannying their daughter and she was nine right. and their son was 14 and him and his friends had I t- had to take them to a movie and like they were on a date. And I just remember sitting behind them and being like. Oh my God. No, put your hands up. Like I was like being weirdly protective of him because I've been nannying him for five years. So it's like, you know, I've known this kid since he was a child and then looking at him and being like, I was your age. Like that's so young. It's so so young. I, but in the moment you feel so much older than you actually are, but like it really just, and it's weird to think that like, okay, we were fucking at 16. So we were just like sexualizing like each other's child bodies. It's very, it's, you know what I mean? Like we're not even fully developed. Like why are we, sexualizing each other it's, it's society weird. again and like it's standards weird. and like what and you also see. if you think about it like media there's like a lot of like for instance like britney spears i mean oh my god oh, free britney 
Or, you know what I mean? Like, it was, like, under, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's just, oh, well, the whole idea is that, like, we were, t- again, Alyssa and I were talking about this, about the whole, like, like, Lolita effect, and, like, the fact that, like, the idea of, like, being bald down there, being completely shaved, yeah, and, like, who are like you doing very... that for? What's the society purpose of it? Like, are you doing it for men? I mean, like, you know, since I work in film, I took a film, like, studies class once, as part of this after school program. And it was this very interesting thing about like why people are obsessed with high school sex and high school movies. And Uh it's because it's like literally written by grown ass men. And it's so weird to think about. Right. Cause you're like, wait, why are you trying to have these people like have, have sex in their high school? And it's like under like their kids. Yeah. But there's also this interesting shift. We don't realize that because we feel older at the moment. Well, yeah. And like, you'll notice that like, so in this class, if I'm remembering it correctly, they were like talking about how the movie Grease and how everyone in the Grease like was in their 20s. Like it was kind of like they weren't really right. high school kids. You know, I think that They're- Rizzo was the oldest and she was like 29. And then right. after that movie, you kind of realize that people get younger and closer to the high school age. Right. And you're kind of like, ooh, you're really on the borderline of this person being like 18 and like kind right. of. Do- it's just very awkward and really like weird, but it's basically made by creepy sometimes creepy old men that want to go watch it with other creepy old men it's very interesting it's and like weird, our yeah. obsession with it um but it's that's like a long way that. of saying that like then what happens is that kind of spills onto us where we think that we have to like sexualize our bodies like we right. think we have to like take photos and like little like tube tops right um i remember back when i like actually had no titties if you it's hard to believe but i could like wear a bandana as like a top yeah. And I would like wear that and like try to like roll up my shorts on my no ass. And I'm like, no, I had a tiny body. I needed to hide it. Like, yeah. I don't know what I was trying to like prove. I mean, right. I had my whole life ahead of me to like exactly to have be... this sexual awakening. Exactly. Like, it's kind of, uh, yeah. It's, it's, and, but it's also like, but it's I, also like, I don't want to shame people for yeah, feeling very sexy. sexually sexy and liberated. Like, I, I understand as well, too. But I guess it's just kind of a creepy concept to think that like, like, you know, like we were underage and having mm-hmm. and just sexualizing each other's child bodies. I like, know. It's so it's, weird. It's very strange and everything. Well, and it's okay. It's so and weird. I'll tell you about the, then the flip side of it is. So then I lose my virginity. Right. And then yeah. I go to those some those same friends that told me they lost their virginities. And they're like, oh, we were lying. <gasps> we didn't lose our virginities. And I was like. Wait, what? And so then all of a sudden I was like one of the first of my friends to lose their virginities. And then all of a sudden it became this thing. There was like this like hesitation where like people weren't talking to me because they're like, oh, Rose lost her virginity. Like what a slut. Because that's high school for you. Right. But then when all those bitches started fucking, they were like, Rose, do you have any advice? Do you have any tips? What should I do with my hands? And of course, I don't know what I was talking about. But I was like, oh, do this and do that. But like. It was just so right. funny that, like, they thought it was cool to talk about, and then it was just, like, this thing that all of a sudden became, like, reality and, like, kind of scary. Um, and, I mean, there was some friends, like, my real fast friends, because I at least knew, when I graduated high school, there was, like, four pregnant girls that I was, like, yeah. homies with um, that are all great moms, but, like, right. the sec- the way that, like, sex education and, like, sex works in those, like, that world, but... Yeah, I got, like, shamed for a hot second because I, like, was technically the first that lost my virginity. And I so but I lied like about it. Else, but everyone else lied. It, so it's like. What? I know, but then I started lying about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I never had sex with Jamil. And it was, like, hella awkward and weird. And then, oh. of course, I, like, tried to pretend that I was a virgin. But, like, if it, as my best friends know, Jackie knows this. Like, I didn't. After Jamil and I broke up and he, I was a junior and he had left. He graduated and right. it just seemed like the right time to 
breakup, um, I was an undercover whore. I would only <laughs> hook up with guys that did not go to my high school. I did not hook up with a single guy from Garfield High School. Oh, you were not messy. You were I was so, you not were a messy. Hoe. Nope, I was a secret hoe. I was a, a you strategic know, a, one. A, yes, I was a hoe ninja. I only hooked right. up with dudes that like went to like Roosevelt, Franklin, Garfield. Not um, no, not Garfield, Franklin, Roosevelt. Gary went to like that one school in Renton, uh, Rainier Beach. Like I just, I love how I'm just listing every high school in Seattle. (laughs) But like, I just like, because I got shamed in like a weird way and like by my friends and stuff like that. Um, I know. I remember I was like the first one for my friend group that lost. um, Did people come to you for advice when they found, like when they started having sex? No. Oh, really? Now they do obviously, but Back then, it was weird. Like, I don't feel like my friends and I, like, talked about it that much. Interesting. Because I, for a hot... when it's I probably watched, why I started the show, because I was like, I need to talk about whoa. it. Whoa. Because, see, that's why... Because a lot of my friends, we always... We were so open about it at some point. Like, we I would mean, just talk about it. I can't it. even remember. Maybe we did, and I just don't remember. Because I remember watching the movie Sex Education, the TV show Sex Education uh-huh. on Netflix. Love that show so much, and I really identified with the main character when all these people like came to him for sex advice. Because I really felt like right. that was like me and my homies. You know what? I feel like I was so much more private then. Mm, interesting, weird, interesting. And I was weird like, to mm, say. where it is now? It's so where public. Is but no, I think that I mean, but like also. Do you think you were private because you were embarrassed or because you didn't know what to say? There was like no vocabulary or like correct way of talking about it? I guess I always like I, I'm always like this person when I'm in a relationship. I don't like being very like PDA. Okay. Or like like making my friends uncomfortable. Like there was always this running joke of just like I've never seen you guys kiss because we just like didn't like ever kiss in front of people or anything because I don't know. It was like a mutual thing. We just like but we loved each other so much and we're very like touchy feeling yeah yeah. intimate like in our private setting but like in in front of people like i i guess i never really Mm. i always want people to feel like they're our friends and not like third wheeling or making anyone feel comfortable i have that so i think i also and i feel like a lot of my friends really loved my ex too so maybe there was a part of like i don't want to like gross him out yeah by like knowing what we do i don't know or maybe i did talk about it and i just don't remember yeah i don't remember it's so long ago (laughs) i don't think i talked a lot about like you know, like obviously, did, yeah, I only talked about it like, you know, my best friend didn't go to the same high school as me. So I could like tell right. Jackie, she'd be like, what did you do this weekend? I'd be yeah, like, well. I really don't feel like I talked about her sex a lot. Yeah. But again, it's like that weird thing where it's like, why? You know, was it society? Right. Was it embarrassment? Was it because you actually didn't know what to say? I also like, I'm also the type of like person when I'm in a relationship and I'm happy and healthy. I actually don't talk about my significant other that much. I mean, that's true. I mean, the only time I literally talk about Anthony is sometimes on this podcast. And even then I think yeah. I might be like, like what I do, I do it on here, but like, but, but like day to day, like all day we weren't like, Oh my God, my boyfriend, this, my yeah, boyfriend, that. No. I mean, I feel like, like Alyssa just him. found out. Alyssa was like, Oh my God, you have a boyfriend. boyfriend? I was like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just not like always talking about like, Oh yeah, we've like fucked the other night. We did that. Like I do it on the pod, I guess. But like, <laughs> But, but, like, in the everyday. But, like, my everyday, like, when I'm hanging out with my friends, I'm ever like, oh, my God, we had sex the other night, and it was, the, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like my friends and Sometimes, I, we. Sometimes, but not really. Yeah, I feel like my friends and I, we, like, talk about sex, like, as a subject. Not necessarily who right. we're fucking or who we've fucked, but just, like, the conversation of sex positivity, sex workers, yeah, sex yeah, yeah, yeah. life, you know, our everything. Like, just experience. right now, like, talk about, like, losing virginity, the porn, yeah. and all that stuff. Kind of so like, like that, but, like, also more so as you get older. 
older, it's kind of more like, is this normal? Like it's right. having those conversations. Yeah, it's those have, like, oh yeah, like do you like yeah, just trying to normalize like, oh, this is what I do. Like, what do you do? Kind yeah, of thing. but never really like, here's the tea girls. Yeah, it's <laughs> never like awkward here's the and tea weird. Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> you it's know? never like oh. awkward and weird. It's just kind of more like checking in and having healthy conversations. Right. I mean, like, I think it's really important when my friends come to me and they're like, is this normal? And I can be like, yes, girl, that's completely fine. Or like, wait, what? He right. asked you to do what? You know, so you can kind of just not feel so alone, right. which I feel like why is, you know, I love you and this podcast is because I do think a lot of people listen to it because this in a weird way is their sex education right. or their like idea to be like, oh, it's okay to have kinks. Right. It's okay it's to like, yeah, it's okay not so to alone. have sex. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do. And I also feel like sometimes the most sexual people I know, like quote unquote, the most sexual people are also the people that come off as the prudish right. that have either been with the same person for a really long time or have just been kind of in the most monogamous relationships Right, that they actually are the ones that are like the freakiest in bed. Well, the freakiest and also right. they're just more willing it's to just like right. talk about it. Yeah, it is <laughs> just, just to talk about it just to be yeah. like, you know. I mean, not to bring up sex in the city again, but there's that episode where they're talking about how Miranda doesn't want to eat the guy's ass and Charlotte's like, why not? And everyone's like, looks at Charlotte and is like, excuse me? She's like, yeah, sometimes Trent asks me to. And you're, she's just like, what? Yeah. But it's because for her, it's just like, that's the normalizing thing you do to satisfy your man. Right. So why wouldn't you want to satisfy your man? But in that situation, Miranda's just hooking up with a random dude. It's not right. a guy it's she like, like cares just, about. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like that's why sometimes people who are in like healthy relationships or long-term relationships actually have more of a like understanding of sex yeah. because they've worked it out with the same person. And I think That's I like, read in some textbook that after a while, the woman's vagina actually kind of molds to the penis that they're having sex with i feel like i read that somewhere i feel like i've heard that but i had i don't think that's true i know i was like is that some tiktok real? university shit like, that i like accidentally like, heard? i don't know if that's like something I, that's i mean i, I don't feel know. like that's not true if it is tell us if it's not tell us we don't look stupid and start lying to people about <laughs> your vagina coring to one penis but like, <laughs> like i didn't know i don't think that happened. i don't think that's a thing but like you know it's just kind of like when you when you know a body it's like you finally get to like understand it and like right. you're listening to it and it's just like i don't know there's just something i feel like i uh, had such a great fun sexual even with my horrible like tragedy that happened to me, I still had so much fun sexually because Jamil kind of set it up to have like this like really Aww. fun. He was great. And I mean, I still like appreciate him and like, like him as a person. I yeah. think he's amazing. And I, I just really liked like, you know what he represented and what he like did for us as like a cute tiny little couple in high right. school, just like falling in love and everything. Right, the, the whole like young puppy love. Yeah, that shit was so much fun. That was. I'm really glad that I like had a high school like Corey Topanga type of like relationship. Yeah. And, you know, except obviously we didn't get married, but it's fine. Well, actually, what's weird is I actually know a Corey and Topanga. Jamil's <laughs> best friend is married to his high school sweetheart. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah, he. We went on the double date. Yeah, the there's first like, double those, date. Those, those like those so unicorns crazy. that do that. I mean, I that I'm glad that didn't happen to me. I'm glad I that mean, I had yeah, experience, but then also had the experience of being single and being on my own. Oh yeah, and, and also I out. didn't want to stop knowing how Jamil's life turned out. Like I didn't want to stop him from having like right. a really happy life and a right. really great girlfriend and now wife, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it's it really helps, and I also think that it also did 
set this kind of like level for me. Maybe I did have my own like goddess pussy pedestal moment where I put Jamil's the experience with him on such like a, this is what I want. Right. But like first I want to be a hoe and like have fun and like fuck around. And that's like what I did. I feel like, you know, for me, like having, you know, like the first love and that being like the, the way that I envision having sex, Mm -hmm. it made me, maybe I don't, I don't want to, fully blame it on it but I feel like it set the tone of thinking like oh like this is what I always want and I think that's why I came across so many like shitty situations because it just wasn't that you Mm -hmm. know because I was like I was always in my mind being like well like I want to like lose it to what I love I want to have sex to the one that I love and like so I'd always but then I always hear the whole like you know the whole lifestyle so i'm like maybe i want that too because i'd be out here just looking at every dude so yeah. like i mean maybe that's what i want you know so it was just like really it was like confusing it was like confusing to go out of that and to go into like the world of yeah and i feel like that's what it was shitty men. i mean oh god i know i feel like that's the thing for me though. casual dating and sex yeah is i like went out of this like the relationship and I, you know, we were like 17 when, uh, when we broke up and I just thought I'm never going to get this again. So I might as well just have fun. Like, I just remember thinking that like being like, there's no way I'm going to experience this much love ever again. Uh, Obviously, thankfully I was wrong, but like, you don't know that when you're 17, you think think it's like, Oh, that's it. This is the love of my life. Like again, grew up on Corey and Topanga. So I was like, this was my soulmate and I lost it. And And it just like, I'm never going to get it again. And then like you, get what you think it is and you have your shitty relationships yeah, but I also just like I like I was kind of like you where I was just like wanted to explore I just knew I just knew that I was the type of person that I wanted to try everything at least yeah once. me too even <laughs> though like I was a hopeless romantic I'm not gonna deny there was a part of me that was like oh for just sure. crushing on every guy and was like curious you know what I mean so like I had to feed that curiosity yeah. and I'm glad that I did and we're back to who I really am and that's a hopeless romantic oh I know but I, so but I also had to like you know yeah well, it's you had to balance. Now you're romantic. You had to now get rid of the. Romantic. Yeah, you had to get rid of the hopeless. hopeless. No, you're not. You just you're had to get romantic. rid of that part and yeah. just be like, oh, I needed to because you needed to be ready for Chris. Am, you needed to be like, yeah. We talked about this where it's like all these experiences are like these little like breadcrumbs that get you to the situation you need to get to. Right. Where it's like I don't think I would be in this incredible situation with Anthony, if it wasn't for literally the event that happened before we met, as well as like the horrific relationship I had with my ex. Like it yeah. really got me ready to be like, no, this is what I want. This is what I deserve. Yep. Because I didn't know what I deserved. I was questioning all of that. Oh yeah, for sure. But it was, it all started with John legend, <laughs> shake it like a salt shaker and full circle. Everyone should have sex to music. Maybe that's my Oh point. Yeah. <laughs> More of the story. Get Just, a good playlist. Yes. I used and to have when a really. When you lose your virginity, really... set a good playlist so you can oh. set your the rest of your sex career up. Yeah. For... I think I've told. I think I told this on your podcast maybe a while ago. Or like <laughs> I just be when I was single. Yeah. Um, that I used to have a playlist. Um, it was called trying to question mark and there was a five, seven songs. And then by the eighth song, it was a Ozzy Osbourne, like screamo song. So just in case if like I was eight songs into this and I didn't like it, I could be like, Ooh, sorry. The music got awkward, weird. Like we should stop hooking up. Or if I liked it, I'd be like, hold on, let me turn this off and like go back into it. So I had like an interruption song just in case I needed to like a fail safe. 
<laughs> so that's why I think people should have playlists. <laughs> the, the, like, what made you think of that? I think it, I think it was literally my friend. My friend and I came up with this idea because we were like, would make mixtapes for work? each other. Did oh, it, it worked. Oh, it was perfect. Because then it would always be like, it would either be like a funny like, how how'd that song get into this mix, you know? Or it would just be like, oh my God, I really needed you to just like, this was, oh God, yeah, no, we're not going to hook up anymore. Like, right. this is, let me uh, call you an Uber, you know, kind of vibe. Right, right. Um, and then, or it just like when it became funny, so and funny. someone was like, I didn't know you were an Aussie fan. And I was like, I wasn't. It was on Shuffle. It's so weird. Um, like, how did it get here? How did it get here? Uh, it was always like Aussie or, you know, probably, oh God, I'm not good with this scream. But my it, it was because of my friend who set it up, who liked that type of music and was like, put this in your like R&B <laughs> between like Usher and like Tony Braxton. <laughs> just have this like slight interruption just in case you need to like... Oh it's a kind of a smart idea. That Just think about it, you guys. The intermission song. That intermission song, <laughs> you know? I will say, though, the best album to fuck to completely right. is Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Really? Oh, that's a great album to fuck to. Okay. From start to finish. I like it has... to Usher's Confessions album. Oh, my God. You don't get sad? That's a good ass. No. Baby of a superstar. Oh, I guess, yeah. It has a good, like, dips and mellows to it. Yeah, and, like, there's a lot of really, like, it's not the hits. Don't look at, don't think about the hits. Yeah, no, you got to think of the ones that he didn't release on that album. You're right. They're all really sexy. Yeah, that's actually a really good one. Uh, My friend, for her, it was, uh, what was Rihanna's, oh, Bad Girl, uh, uh, what's the one that went Umbrella on it? I didn't like Rihanna in that era. I didn't either, but she was like, she swore to hooking up to that album. That was like her album to hook up wow. to. And I was like, mm, that's a little I think I want to fuck me. to Kendrick Dam. I want to try Kendrick that. Dam Chris, is a good one. Chris! Let's fuck to Kendrick Dam. And then tell me how it was. Because I really we do think do that. that it has like the, I mean, we should, do, we should do a review. You should. It's a really good one. Um, I also think uh, Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. Oh my Ocean. God, that's that. Why haven't I fucked that album? Oh, that yet? entire album because even the twelve year, the twelve minute interlude to pyramids, like pyramids by That's far. That's Chris's number one favorite song. <gasps> this is why Chris and I are best friends. Yeah, because literally, I, I think we fucked probably to that song. I feel like I think that out. was the when I played that song for Anthony, he was like, "Shit's over, let's go." Like it, it's just the perfect amount to fuck to because right. it's twelve minutes, and you're like, "That's a good like breathing right. space." And like, listen, no one's trying to fuck straight on for one hour. It's no, like, no, you know, 10 minutes break, Not when seven we're minutes, and 20. We have things to do. Uh, knees, you know, elbows, yeah. it just hurts. But <laughs> literally elbows. pyramids though, because it has, I think it's like five major key shifts. Yeah. Then you have that guitar, like solo at the end, you just get a breathe and like, you know, great lines. Like she says it's big, but she takes it. Yeah. Ride cowgirl ride. Like that's a fucking banger. Yeah. You know? And his voice. Is oh, just I mean, sexy. Frank. It's just perfect. But yeah, Channel Orange. That's another great right. one. Okay, how about this? We have an assignment. We hold okay. for the both of us. Okay. Fuck to Kendrick, damn, and Channel Orange, and I'll do the same. I I think I, oh, I think Anthony comes next month. So yeah, we'll do this. Okay, and then we'll come together. We've done Channel Orange. Well, actually, Anthony, I've, we've done both. <laughs> we've already okay. done both, I feel well, like. Okay, how about, okay. I'll find a new album for yeah, us to hook up with. Find a new album, and we'll, like, just talk about it, do, like, an album if review. If I asked him, if I an asked Anthony. sex review, imagine. Yes. You know if I asked Anthony, I would be like, 
hey, what album would you want to hook up with? He would try. He would choose one of your type of music, Alyssa. Like, what's it, what's your type of music? Oh what do you mean? Oh my god, the fucking like the that screamo shit. Oh, that's what she the, like. That's emo. What he, that's what he likes too. Oh my god! Literally, we joke that like Anthony is like Alyssa's long lost brother because like they look kind of alike. They kind of got the same vibe, the same monotone. Also, the music—they are surprisingly into this like music where I'm like they like were like saying bands back and forth, and I was like, "Oh my god, I want to fuck to Ariana Grande's album." <gasps> oh, that's a good one. Any of them? I think Sweetener would be good. Okay, which one do you want to do? And I'll do one. I'll and do. We'll review it. I think you next could be a weird one to fuck to because be it's a recovered. Yeah. But I think positions. Positions definitely. Okay, you could do positions, and I'll do sweetener. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there is that weird song about Pete Davidson, but that's fine. You know, whatever. That's fine. Well, just that's the that's the <laughs> that's the breathing song, song. That's like the song that you take right. as like a relaxing and like okay. post coil. Or actually, how about we just do both and just tell each other what we'll what switch we like on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'll just do it back and forth and be like, yeah. nah, sweetener, nah, 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 whatever. Okay, we'll yeah. do, okay. Or we can see who does, like, the most albums. Oh, shit, that's a fun one. That is a fun one. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll do figure it that it way. Chris, I we, do, we'll, we'll, <laughs> Chris, I got you, boy. Um, also, there's that, like, we we don't have enough time to it, but there's also that, like, awkward phase, like, when you were hooking up as, like, a high school kid. Like, what movies, What what's the weirdest movie you played in the background as you were having sex? Yeah, I can't even Mine remember. Mine is definitely Shrek 2. <laughs> <laughs> the original get out like we were watching shrek 2 and we hooked up to it oh somebody wants to me <laughs> oh spider-man 2 oh, oh, well, i lost sequences. my virginity the day spider-man 3 came out so whatever that date was, that's when I lost my virginity oh my god we have to look that up when's the day that spider 3 spider-man 3 came out I just know mine was Spider on St. Patrick's Day. Super premiere. embarrassing as an Irish woman. Okay. Why does it say 2020? Oh, it's 2007. May 4th, 2007. Oh, my God. Okay, May 4th. Okay, you're May, baby. You just celebrated your anniversary, your sex yeah. anniversary. Isn't that crazy? How many You've years been having- ago was that? 2007. How many years? Damn, we old. I was about to be like. <laughs> so people listening like- to this podcast were like, I was born. I was like born in 2007. <laughs> Alyssa had to clutch her pearls. Um, Yeah, there was a moment when I turned 30, and I just had this thing where I was like, I've been having sex for half my life. And that just, like, hit me, and I was like, I've been having sex for half my life. That's a long time. But it's been great. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been fun. This is a weird thing. Anyways, is that, like, what we end on now? Yeah. Okay. But our assignment is... Our assignment is We'll see how many Ariana Grande albums we could fuck to, and then we're going to come on here, we'll Mm -hmm. review it, I'm going to talk about which ones are the best. Yeah. (laughs) I I think this is a really good plan. We should do that. (laughs) No, I'm really going to hold this to you. I'm doing it. Why not? This is fine. Okay, okay. I love a good experiment. I know. I love this for us. Plug yourself, girl. No, you... you Oh, yeah. (laughs) Any last words? Any last words? Uh, I will have a podcast soon. We had a full blown photo shoot with no title, but that didn't stop us. Um, We thought we had a title, and then we were like, "Ah." you know, we'll think of it. It will come to us. We will both sleep on it, and it will come to us. But anyways, uh, this is your girl Rose or Rose MacLeese. You can find me at the new blog on the block dot com or Rose underscore Etta with two T Stone. I am so congested. I like it's because of the Santa winds. Santa winds. Okay. (laughs) Plug yourself, girl. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokotherapy.com. All that shit is there. Buy the merch. Buy the merch. Buy the merch. You're, oh, we're not wearing merch. Oh. oh. Good night. On that note, bye. Bye. (laughs) I should have worn them. It's fine. They're my favorite sweatpants. (laughs) I I wore them last night to bed. They're ideal for airplanes. Oh, yeah, for sure. You should just know that. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Once upon a time, there was a girl who dreamed of flying through the stars, who dared to resist injustice, who lived to a beat and a rhythm that was all her own. Her name was Chloe Frida, Oprah, Celia Cruz, Josephine, Greta, Ruth, Alice. One day, she wondered, could today be the beginning of something new? This was her one opportunity to do something, something big. So that's exactly what she did. Along the way, she discovered that she wasn't alone. Her body felt strong, her mind sharp. She was prepared to work as hard as it took. Her words were making a real change, and she felt powerful. I'm Gail King. I'm Andrea Day. I'm Diane Gibbons. I'm Lindsay Vaughn. I'm Jamila Jamal. I'm Anita Hill. I'm Brenda Chapman. I'm Alana Glazer. And this is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio.